Hello and welcome to Gotcha Journalism, the podcast where we try out gotcha games so you don't have to wait two weeks you fi- to find out you hate playing it. Uh, it's the second to last episode and I'm still fucking up the intro. I'm Sierra, <laughs> my pronouns are she, her. I'm Dustin, my pronouns are he, they. Uh, and this week we are talking about Fire Emblem Heroes and uh, Final Fantasy Brave Xevious. Uh, this episode is going to be a little looser. Uh, we're not spending as much time talking about uh, these individually just because we're not going to have as much to say about them as it, we've, we're starting to run out of things to say at this point. Yeah, this is we're we're at a point where we've done a lot of these things, and a lot of the basic complaints are kind of the same, uh, and also a lot of basic praise is also the same. So uh, now we're just like talking about specific things that are uh, either good or bad about these games. Um, with Brave Zevius specifically, there is a rant that Sierra is going to go on. <laughs> Because uh, uh, I ducked out of uh, Brave Zebius before the the true horror started happening. It's though, just... the, though the warning signs were there even back you know in the early stages when I left. It's just egregious, dude. Um, I think I'm probably going to be less positive on Fire Emblem than you are. Because <laughs> I forgot how because I forgot how much. I, I was grossed out by the gotcha system of that game. Uh, yeah, I don't like that game's gotcha system. I also remembered being really frustrated by, like, the actual tactical mechanics. And the thing I was, like, most pleasant... Uh, so I started playing Fire Emblem Heroes at launch and bowed out after a couple months. Yeah, same. The, uh, pretty much my exact arc as well. <laughs> and my initial reaction to Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, I'm a person who loves Fire Emblem a lot. I have a lot of really strong feelings about a lot of Fire Emblem. Um, and so it's a game that should have been targeted at ensnaring me specifically, and instead I just was like, eh. Um, I remember immediately having bad vibes about the Fire about Fire Emblem Heroes uh, when it made Adult Tiki a 3-star uh, and Child Tiki a 4-star. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, what is a Fire Emblem game if not being incredibly fucking gross about Tiki? Yeah, even even Fire even uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions does that. Every fucking Fire Emblem game that has Tiki is dedicated to being as gross as possible about Tiki. It I don't except get it. weirdly for Awakening, where she is just mm. adult Tiki, and it's yeah. mostly fine. It's it's mostly fine, yeah. Though Awakening does have a different dragon girl that it does. Sure does. That's why I wasn't so. willing to give Awakening the pass. Awakening just yeah. like technically gets the pass and moves the grossness over to another character who is even more of a child. Yeah, yeah. I I just remembered here. It's like, oh right, that's uh-huh. why. Yeah. Uh huh. Because they just shifted over to a different dragon girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also the opposite of the Awakening Defender. Like, See, I, I still really like Awakening. Um, uh, my thing with Awakening is I think a lot of the characters are very fun. Um, and if you described the plot to me, I would be like, oh, that's a genuinely interesting idea for a plot. Um, but the combination of Chrome having less character than Plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie and uh, the execution of the plot being incredibly fucking mediocre, uh, on top of which like the actual gameplay is worse than 
in my opinion, than any of the GBA or uh, GameCube games or any of the ones that came after it. Um, like, I am not... I like the characters, but I think it is probably on my... Lo- or it might be my second least favorite Fire Emblem. I don't necessarily agree with you in the gameplay department, uh, though I, it's hard to argue about the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Um, uh, but yeah, Fire Emblem Heroes um, was, I think, Nintendo's second foray into the gacha game market. Because Dragalia came first, first, I believe. I, can't, I think, uh, yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Actually, I, I'm, let I was me look. pretty sure Dragalia came first. Uh, which was their collaboration with Psy Games. Uh, Dragalia is September 27th, 2018, and Fire Emblem Heroes is... Okay, no, this is first. Uh, it's almost a full year before. Oh, all right. Okay, so Fire Emblem Heroes was the first one, then Dragalia was the second. I totally got that time frame confused. Wow, it's uh, almost four we're... years old at this point. Uh... <laughs> time is fake, dude. Yeah... Uh, yeah, we're not going to be covering Dragalia because, like, we've just got nothing interesting to say about it. Uh, yeah, I don't think it, either of us have particularly strong complaints or recommendations. It's fine. I don't like playing it. It's like, it, it, yeah, it eats it's battery okay. like fucking nothing. Like, that's the extent of my feelings <laughs> on Dragalia. Yeah, it's okay. We don't got much to say about it. Uh, we do have a lot to say about, well, not maybe a, not a lot, but we do have uh, unique things to say about Fire Emblem Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um the first thing I want to cover is, is, specifically in light of the last episode we recorded, is how the draw system works. Because boy, yeah. is it predatory in a way yeah. that we have not yet experienced in any of the it's, other games we've covered. It, it's weird because at first blush, it seems kinder. It seems than like it's doing a good thing, but it's uh-huh. actually not. Uh huh. Because uh, the way Fire Emblem Heroes like draws work is that, um, basically the, the first draw is like always five orbs, um, and then, uh, basically it, it pulls from a set of of five pulls, and the first one you choose is always five orbs to 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 actually draw, um. And then the other, and if you keep pulling on that set of five, uh, it is discounted. So the next, I think the next two are like, next two or three are four each, and I think the last one is three, something like that? Uh, yes. Uh, it's uh, five, four, 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 three, or four, four, three, three. I can't remember which. Yeah, it's it's one of those two. I, I know the last. I know the first two are four, and the last one is three. I'm pretty sure second to last is like I can't remember. It doesn't matter for for you know my actual complaint, which seems like oh okay, you get a you know discount um, for like uh, you know pulling more, um, and that is the pro. That's actually the problem because the thing is that that those set of five are locked because um, like each. Each like orb has a specific color that corresponds to a type of unit that is in the draw pool. So it seems like it might be a good thing if, say, you're looking for, uh, like, you're trying to pull for a couple units that are like blue and red, and you just happen to get 
like uh, a set of five orbs that are like blue, blue, red, red, maybe a gray in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, nice. Uh, that That's cool. Uh, but the real problem comes around when, you know, if you... If you don't get that, if you get, like, orbs that uh, don't match those colors, um, then you're then you're left with the choice of, like, well, do I maybe continue pulling, like, wasting my free stones uh, on a unit I may not necessarily want, but could still be good because it's simply because it's discounted rate, um, or... Do I just spend another five stones to do like to draw another set of five, and that and this gets even worse when we consider that like, uh, you're pro- like unless you're uh counting your orbs like pretty diligently, you're probably not gonna have exactly the orbs you need to do a full set of pulls, uh, or or at least like there will be a point where <clears throat> you have a uneven number of orbs to do a full set of pulls so you are then left in a scenario where you know maybe you have some discounted orbs you might still want to like unlock uh you know with the discounted or uh with the discounted like currency price but you don't have any free currency remaining uh but there's still a real a a unit you really want to get mm-hmm uh, which is precisely the sort of thing, like, it's basically encouraging you, uh, like, it, it is encouraging you to continue with a sunk sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Uh, in I'm, maybe the most blatant way we've ever encountered. Yeah, it, it is pretty blatantly uh, baiting sunk cost fallacy um, in a way that feels pretty gross. Uh... Yeah, um, and it's something like I especially noticed during this New Year's period that we happened to just fall into when we uh, started talking about this uh, for this podcast, um, because uh, there were a lot of them where it's like, hey, you get a draw free on this banner. But what they mean is you get the first draw free and the other four orbs that are revealed you have to spend currency on. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, which is, like, somehow, like, way worse than if just, like, it gave you a single pull, like most other games do. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, so, that immediately was like, oh, right, now I remember why, one of the reasons why I really did not like this game is because the, the actual gotcha system, uh, is gross. Mm-hmm. In a very unique way. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, one thing I will say is it does have a spark system in it now. Uh, if you do 40 draws, you can spark on a banner. Um, oh, okay. Which is, like, not... It is feasible to do so, but uh, they are not nearly as free with orbs as, like, Grand Blue is, for example. So, like... Yeah. Uh, saving up for a spark is, um, an endeavor. Um... Um, part of, like, the frustration I had had a lot uh, earlier in the game was uh, both the meta being pretty rigidly defined and also uh, 
if you did anything with Arena, it was basically, uh, it felt basically mandatory to have a plus 10 version of your heroes, or at least a few of your heroes, um, which you only get by drawing multiples of a hero. Yeah, <sighs> PvP, especially early on, just felt, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't good. No. <laughs> it just felt awful. Yeah, it felt bad. It still doesn't feel great, but it feels less bad now. Um, I mean, so, like, the actual gameplay, I enjoy more. There is, well, okay, I hypothetically enjoy more. There is a lot you can do with team building. There's a lot of different dynamics you can build a team around. Um, it does kind of suffer from the fact that, like, you only have four heroes and their skill sets are, like, pretty limited, and so, like, your team has to be built around a single idea more than anything, which can feel kind of limiting sometimes. Um, But the teams you can build are, in general, a lot more interesting than they were when you started out. However, grinding a hero to fucking usability in this game is a bigger nightmare than grinding a full page of level 100s in Grand Blue. I would rather grind level 100s in Grand Blue than grind heroes in Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh yeah, like honestly, uh, I think of, of the of the games we've covered, um, weirdly enough, Grand Blue has like one of the nicest leveling grinds. Like even if you consider uh, like the ninety to one hundred, which can take forever, it's tedious, uh, but it's so easy. I don't have to do yeah. anything. I hit three buttons yeah. and it's done, and then I do it again, and I watch a movie while I do that. Yeah, the the literally the only leveling grind we've covered that's that's easier than Grand Blues is in the lost episode of Doken Battle, because like, oh yeah, like getting your unit leveled up isn't the point in Doken Battle, so they make it like you can, you can do it in seconds. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it, Fire Emblem Heroes like not only do you have to level characters to uh, forty, which like fine, it's fine. Uh, it, it's a little tedious, but whatever. That doesn't take that long a time. The real issue is skill points, which take for fucking ever to get, and you need so goddamn many of them to build a character. Yeah, that's that's the thing that initially put me off the game. Like, because I was, you know, when I first started playing Fire Emblem, I was kind of disappointed with how very limited and simplistic the actual combat gameplay was. Yeah. I was like, well, it's, you know, it's still, like, a nice game for me to be able to play around with, you know, the Fire Emblem units I like uh, as just kind of a simple thing to do. Um, And then, like, I got into, like, the skill system and, like, the skill inheritance system. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is a lot. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like, even the theory crafting was, like... um, Giving me like the the math lady meme face. See, I I was <laughs> just seeing numbers appearing in front of me. I'm like, I don't, I don't even fucking know how to go, how to go from here. Uh, and it seems like a, and it seems like I, I'm gonna be forced to, uh, like consume a lot of like three star or even four star units just to make one of my units good. Yeah, I mean, like. I... I'm the person that likes that system, and I would even be happy to play with that system if it didn't take so fucking long. Just doing nothing to, like, actually experiment with any teams or any structures or any builds. It's just 
So frustrating. And I'm sure somebody would listen to this and be like, oh, you just have to do this X, Y, Z thing to do it. I don't care enough to do it. That's the thing. Like, I, I'm not going to yeah. fuck with this game. It takes so fucking long to make anything usable. And, like, I'm bored when I play it. Yeah, it's it's they it's weird because like they they almost they almost got me back in because I think when I I've come back to this game three times now. Um, well, actually, sorry, came back twice. I played it at at the start, you know, got bored with it in a couple months, came back like a couple years later, and then now I'm coming back to it very briefly for this. And like when I came back the first time, for some reason they had added a rhythm game to it yeah they did it's which was very weird i'm just like yeah sure i guess uh and it it was fine i guess i played a little of the rhythm game and then like i was like okay well i did this um i uh, it's called like tap battle or whatever yeah it's just like an event you can do every once in a while it's fine yeah, and I was like, okay, that was kind of neat. Um, I guess I'll play the actual game now. And I played some levels in the actual game. I was like, oh, right, now I remember why I stopped playing this, because it's boring as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they have added something in called Resplendent Heroes, because uh, now the game has a subscription system. Um, I saw that, yeah. It's got its uh-huh. own, like, Battle Pass-style thing. Uh, and the uh, subscription system, I believe, gives you some... Uh, uh, let, let me actually see here. I can pull yeah, it up. Yeah, the, the fire, the, the FEH pass. So, yeah, uh, it gives you a, res, it gives you an, a resplendent hero. Uh, it, so it's two resplendent heroes a month. Uh, so it's two five-star heroes a month, uh, would be delivered to you. Um, along with a new costume and, uh, skin for them, which, like, that's cool. Uh, and stat increases, yeah. which is like, okay. Um... And uh, you can purchase any Resplendent Heroes previously distributed. Uh, you get uh, some more orbs and uh, resources. Um, bah, 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 bah. Also, it the auto start, like yep. as in like restart a map automatically, is yep. locked behind the FEH pass. Yup. If it <laughs> wasn't, is... I would be like so much kinder to this game. Yeah, like this. Like honestly, we there are a lot of gotcha games now that have like um, a subscription system or something where like you pay early on to get resources throughout the month. Um, Doken Battle has this sort of thing where you pay uh, either five bucks or ten bucks to receive, and like all it does is you get like um, significantly more stones total throughout the month as long as you log in every day than you would by. T- you know, spending normally in the shop, uh, mm-hmm. which like is both. I have complicated feelings about subscription systems. Like when it's something as simple as that, where it's just like, well, you just get a much better value on stones. I'm a little kinder to it. Um, cause that can be a better way of controlling how much money you spend on something. So, um, but it, it, it I'm a lot less kind uh, when it expands to, like, oh, also, we're locking these features away behind a subscription system. Yeah, so, I mean, even in, like, the 
good cases, I'm still not particularly kind to subscription systems because what they're yeah. actually are is their me- metrics by which uh, uh, to continue to force engagement. Um, they're, yeah, they're a means yeah, by which you can bait folks to feel obligated to continue to return to get their money's worth. Um, yeah, because the whole point of them is that like y- you won't get the maximum value out of the subscri- subscription unless you remember to log in every single day. Yep, and so either they get uh, they get more than their money's worth out of you um, for the fake currency that they produce on their own because you don't show up uh, and your money ends up getting quote-unquote wasted, or they uh, have a way to continue to bait you into uh, continuing to engage with the product. And like that's how they get you to spend more money, by making sure your eyes remain on the product. And so in general, I'm actually pr- pretty negative to uh, or towards subscription systems because they're like pretty nakedly uh, a means by which they can bait folks and uh, continue to be exploitative. And like that's not to say like – Oh, you should never buy them if you're like playing a game every day and you know you're going to be playing a game every day. It's probable that they are the best bang for your buck, but like it is important to acknowledge that like they are a tool by which they continue to uh, leash your engagement. Yeah, I I did that in Dokken Battle back when I was regularly playing it a few times just because mm-hmm. theirs were pretty cheap. Yeah, it was a very good stone value for something I was going to do anyway, which is log in every day because I was already doing that. Yep. Um, but uh, in the City of Final Fantasy, one of the games I, you know, was still playing regularly at that time when they introduced their own subscription system. Um, in fact, they, I think I, I think I understand like. It became pretty clear immediately why they gave everyone a free trial of their subscription system. Because, like, uh, Dissidia now has a subscription system where um, not only do you get currency, uh, but also you get, um, like, you get a multiplier on experience and summon board points. Like a, a drastically larger multiplier than you could get normally, um, and also you get tokens toward like uh, um, unlocking a burst weapon. That's okay. Uh, and it's and also it's like thirty bucks a month. Sick. <laughs> it, it is. It is nuts. Um. Yeah, but like they they gave everyone a, a like a free month of it, clearly to like hook you on. Oh wow, it's so much easier to grind the summon board points, and you know like I don't I'd only need to get like a, a subscribe like uh, one more time to get a free e, a, a free like ex weapon of my choice or, or whatever. Um, and yeah, it was just very nakedly way more terrible. <laughs> that fucking than, sucks, than... dude. Yeah, so yeah, there there are definitely a a degree of uh, degrees of evil in mm-hmm. the subscription system. <laughs> uh, but yeah, F- Fire Emblems kind of remind like significantly cheaper than uh uh than oh the Dissidia's, and like honestly, just getting some free five star units is way more than I would expect for $10, but also mm-hmm. locking gameplay stuff behind it is super gross. 
like quality of life stuff even yeah it's just really frustrating like uh, if that auto pass system or auto start system was in the game i would probably play this more because i'd be able to actually make characters like do the things that i want uh, yeah I, like i don't have all that much more to say about fire Emblem heroes as a thing like it's like it's fine the tactics and like the actual combat system got more interesting um there is they're doing weirder stuff with characters but also like there is a pretty clear like uh, power creep that has been happening over four years which like yeah that makes sense it's been four years um yeah i mean to me it's just such a slight game and also it has none of the stuff i actually come to fire emblem for yeah mm -hmm. so there's just nothing there for me like, yep pretty much you know i uh, uh, I'm I'm one of the like uh, I'm one of, I'm one of those uh, terrible Fire Emblem newbies who like really got into the series thanks to Awakening. Mm -hmm. uh, so <laughs> I I come I come to Fire Emblem for like the the character bonds and that sort of thing, and that just doesn't exist. Well, uh it technically does, but only as like a uh, you get stat bonuses on these specific characters. Yeah, and, like, you can see pre-canned, like, quote-unquote support conversations, but, like, that's not why, that's not the actual appeal of those. It's not, I just like seeing the talking heads. It's, like, I, I like seeing these characters have actual real interactions that are between these specific characters. It's it's more complicated than that. Yeah, um, and also, ultimately, like, there just aren't enough Fire Emblem characters I care about enough to, like grind for currency for you know yeah i mean that <laughs> there may be five or six total i care about that much here's the thing i'm the fire emblem tactics pervert i'm the person that this game should be for i love both like the tactical gameplay and also the character stuff like this is the game yeah. that should be for me and it's just not it just does not hit for me like uh, here's the thing about fire emblem all Fire Emblem Heroes does is make me go, I could install a Game Boy emulator on my phone and play Sacred Stones again. Yeah, or like, you know, I never did the other routes in, uh, you know, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I mean, listen, I played Edelgard <laughs> I Three. Play that I don't game need to play anything more. I'm good. That's that's true. Edelgard's is really all you need. <laughs> uh, I have completed the correct version of the game. Um... Uh. Yeah, I, like... Be, be gay, do crimes against the church. Listen, I've been <laughs> smited by fucking holy water before. Like, it, it was a... It, it was a route made for me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I honestly... I honestly wonder, like... I, I'm not trying to call anybody out here, but also, like, who's... Who, who sides with Rhea at that turning point, honestly? Who doesn't go like, you know what? I am going to defect to Edelgard's side. <laughs> I legitimately don't know. Um, and this is I not know they're like... out there. I I've seen Rhea. I've seen plenty of Rhea fan art with like Rhea x Violet, but also I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, listen, far be it from me to shame anyone for liking evil lady f gay fan art. Like, 
Oh yeah, that, definitely listen, not. I'm I'm not here to I, judge you. I I, I, I like never Darth Talon. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you have zero ground to stand on, correct? No, definitely I, not. Human Echo is one of my favorite games. That game is just that dynamic the whole time <laughs> for eight fucking visual novels. It's Beatrice, right? Yeah. I, I, I've never played Umineko, but I've seen uh, enough people post about it. <laughs> Umineko is a game that it is a visual novel that is a, roughly the length of eight visual novels. Um, mm. And it is a murder mystery novel. Uh, well, eight murder mystery novels, basically. Uh, and Beatrice is the antagonist for pretty much the entire game, and she's just an evil motherfucker the whole time to be, to the main character, Battler. And it's delightful. I love that the main character is named Battler. Uh, the funniest thing is it's not even like a, oh, we ju- it, oh this character just has a weird name and no one comments on it. Like, no, everybody's like, that's a weird and stupid fucking name. And he's like, yeah, I, I know. My dad. Oh, okay, so it's it, like it's in Yakuza Seven, where everyone's like, "Wait, your name is Ichiban?" Uh huh. And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, they they picked a weird name for me. I know I'm the one who has to live with it. It's weird." It's like, dude, just get it legally changed, my man. Uh, you know, th- there's a there's a lot of things a lot of people should have done different in Umineko. <laughs> anyway, this can't be the Umineko podcast. Uh, well, hold not on. yet. Anyway. It could be the Umineko podcast. We, we gotta have something lined up for after we get bored with fate. Yeah, yeah, no, a- after fate, like, we could certainly play Umineko. <laughs> I'll play that game again, shit, I don't give a fuck. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I like, I just, I don't know who this game is for, I guess yeah. is my thing. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't know anybody who I would recommend Fire Emblem Heroes to and not just be like, yeah, just download a Game Boy emulator and steal a ROM of Fire Emblem or Fire Emblem Sacred Stones on Game Boy. Those games are good. Play those. They're free. Yeah. Play Advance Wars, too. You know? Yeah, I mean, if you want to move, like, nameless, meaningless troops around a map and seize control of points, like, go play Advance Wars, I guess. Uh, play Advance Wars Days of Ruin, one of uh, uh, Weed Lord Vegeta's, your friend and mine's, uh, favorite tactics games. <laughs> I, I am I am the one person who's like eh, I don't really like Advance Wars very much, but like I I understand why other people do. Uh, I I like Advance Wars quite a bit. Um, uh, it was it, it was it ha- I got I, I played so much friggin' Advance Wars as a kid. It, it's got too much uh, uh, economy management for me to really get into it. That's it. it, it yeah, I can see that, but man. I, I did I did uh, generally prefer the maps where it's just like here's some units survive with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I too like Fire yeah. Emblem. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for Fire Emblem. Uh, I honestly, yeah. I'm honestly not even sure if I know anyone personally who still plays Fire Emblem Heroes. I mean, it's still running after four years. There are clearly people playing it. It's just like oh I don't, yeah, certainly. I don't I don't know any of them. Like I know, like I know, I personally know people who still still regularly play Dragalia, and I can at least understand that because <laughs> yeah. there's like stuff there to yeah. do, <laughs> and like a, a relatively in depth combat system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, anyway, onto something that will actually make us genuinely angry: <laughs> <The> oh. Final <laughs> Fantasy Brave Zevius. So, Final Fantasy. 
which I played at launch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've played this game uh, a lot. This is the game, actually, uh, that I'd mentioned last episode that stole the most money for me. Um, I like how for both of us it was a Final Fantasy game. I was record keeper, uh-huh. you were Xevious. Listen, both of us like Fire or Final Fantasy. We both know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, fi- uh, Brave Xevious is a weird game. Like, uh, you... T- I'm trying to figure out exactly how much we want to delve into it. Uh, like, it, yeah, it's it, a, it, it is it is Valkyrie Profile-esque. Yeah, uh, uh, well, sort of. Um, but instead of building uh, combo chains, like in Valkyrie Profile, uh, you specifically want to uh, uh, do what's called chain sparking, I think is what they call it, um, where you specifically have characters that are hitting with their moves within a frame of each other, alternatingly, back and forth. Yeah, um, like, it's to the point, it's important enough that, like, on the, you know, Brave Zevious wiki, like, um, everyone's, like, different attack abilities have frame data, including frame delay and active attack frames. Yes, so that you specifically can build chains, um, and they're, like, yeah, specific so you can chain compare them to which... other units and be like, okay, this is... Th- this character are, this will chain is... with this character. Yeah. And, like, that... That is actually, like, an interesting combat system. I actually like that, potentially. Um, I don't like the fact that it, like, kind of necessitates macros to play effectively. That part's There's really a lot about this game that necessitates macros. Yeah. Um, like, every this character... is... Back when I was playing it regularly, it was literally the only game that I regularly played on emulator as my primary way of playing it. Yes. Uh, and that's because Trust Masteries exist in this game. Which is, uh, every character has a thing called a Trust Mastery, which uh, as you use them, they'll build up a meter in this gauge, basically, um, to unlock a item or a ability that you can slot. Um, and these are like, this is like the primary way to get good equipment uh, for characters. Um, so it is like not really optional to grind Trust Masteries. Um, however, you get like, every mission or so that you run with a character. Um, And so, you would do the easiest mission in the game and just run a macro to do it over and over and over and over again for a couple of hours. And you'll get like 10% that way and it'll be great. Um, They've improved that a little bit by giving you access to more uh, trust moogles, which are a basically a consumable item you can spend to uh, increase the trust mastery gauge for characters. Um, so those are significantly more readily available than they were at launch. Um, but don't worry, they made something more egregious. Uh, yeah, so trust masteries I'm annoyed by, but less annoyed than I would be otherwise, because other parts make me matter. Um, that's like, like that's the extent of the game. It's a interest. It's a fairly interesting, um, in depth, like pretty significantly in depth uh, RPG combat system. Like yeah, almost a little too in depth. I remember one of my even early on. I remember one of my uh, primary frustrations about playing the game is that like I would get into a difficult battle uh, and I would like die pretty quickly to the boss and I wouldn't really be sure <clears throat> what I did wrong mm-hmm. or why I died. And then I'd go and try to do it again 
and I would feel like I would still do everything most of the same, and this time I would beat it without much issue. I'm like, well, I don't know what I did right or what I did wrong. I guess I did something mm-hmm. that made the numbers better. Uh, um, it's, it's, a, it's a very obtuse system. Uh, like, very uh, obtuse in the way that, like, Xenoblade Chronicles X was obtuse to me. Yeah. Like, you're not wrong. Um, but I, I think, like, outside of... Honestly, maybe even with Grand Blue, it might be the most like thoroughly developed uh, RPG system. Yeah, um, and that's ba- because it's like its combat structure is just hey, this is just like a full ass Final Fantasy game. Like it's just like the, mechanics wise, it's pretty much just a Final Fantasy game. You build a party yeah. of six characters, however you like, uh, and go into fights with them and. The, the cla- you want to cast Faraga? Faraga fucking sure is here. But also, you probably shouldn't be cast for you're casting Faraga because it doesn't really chain very effectively. Uh, and if you wanted to use an Ender, there's much better Enders you could be using. Um, so you probably shouldn't cast Faraga, but you can if you want to. Of of all the uh, of all the games we've covered, this is the one I this is the one I wish I liked the most. Yup. Uh huh. I agree, because it just feels like playing a fucking Final Fantasy game. Like, yeah. I, I like the chain system theoretically. Uh, I think it is a really neat combat system and a neat way of, like, grouping characters together and uh, a way of influencing team building. Um, it is kind of warping to how you build teams, but it's interesting at least. Um, but, so, this game... <sighs> So, originally at launch, there was six total rarities, I believe. Uh, or, yeah, six rarities. Um, uh, five, or one, you could draw characters one star through five star from the gacha, and five star characters and some select four stars could be promoted to six star characters. And basically, for the most part, uh, six star characters are the only ones that were actually viable for using outside of like specific niche cases. Um, which, that's fine. It's not like you use the SRs in Grand Blue regularly. Um, and then, not too long ago, they introduced a system called... Seven, or they introduced a new rarity of seven stars, um, which only five stars could go up to, uh, and required you to get a duplicate of a five-star character from the gacha uh, in order to seven-star character, which is kind of frustrating because a lot of times you would want a duplicate on a team so that you could chain together because they have the identical moves. So like, you know, for a fact that they'll chain. Um, but around that time, they also started introducing ways of getting guaranteed five stars, like select tickets, uh, ways to get select tickets. Um, yeah. so, you know, it, it was, it wasn't great, especially because the uh, rate and the game is fucking horrible. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Um, but you know, there were a couple more ways to get, uh, five stars, and so it was like, it it left a bad taste in my mouth, but it was okay. Uh, And my brain at the time was also like, well, they're also offering ways to pay to, you know, get better rates, and uh, 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 they have a step-up campaign, which is basically um, every time you do a roll on it, you get better and better, better rates. And so, you know, you just need to buy a couple more crystals, and you could get get another roll on the step-up campaign, and that's good, right? It's good. Um, it was, it was not good folks, in case you were wondering, um, that, that was, that was how they got me. Uh, 
But recently, they've introduced another new rarity called Neovisions. And this shit fucking sucks. So, like I said, for a 7-star, you need a duplicate of a unit to 7-star them. Okay, that kind of sucks, but whatever, fine. They've given us ways to get that. So, the only character... There's two versions of Neovisions. There's Neovisions you can draw, um, because it's basically just 8-star. Uh, and they're even more rare than 5-stars. Um, like, just truly... Like, it's like a 1% rate or something like that. It's It might even be worse than that. Um, actually, let me pull up what the rate is for a Neovision. Um... Now that's four years ago. That's probably <laughs> not current. So uh, is there a current banner we can look at? Yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of trying to check. Um, All right. So according to the wiki, um, Neo Vision rates for a featured. Okay, so um, on a rare summon. Uh, the uh, there's a forty five yeah forty five percent rate of drawing a three star. Um, that's the rate for both um, featured and off banner combined. Forty five percent for da drawing a four star, uh, both featured and off banner combined. Uh, Eight percent for drawing a five star, which is significantly better than it used to be. Yeah, um, it used to be very problem, well. Yeah, and instead, NeoVision has taken the previous 5-star rate um, of, like, uh, 2%, 1% for feature unit, 1% for off-banner unit. Yep, sounds about right. Um, now, here's where we get to the part where this is especially fucking egregious, because NeoVisions is actually a, uh, a rarity that has three... Um, tiers um there is uh ex1 ex2 and ex3 um so the thing about um new vision is as your character goes up in these rarities uh they'll unlock more abilities and uh more skills but they basically need at least ex1 to unlock uh what is called brave shift which is a whole new mode that basically lets the character be an entirely different character. Um, which is, is very good um, for a lot of these characters. It is uh, very useful. Uh, leveling up to Neovision will unlock some stuff right away, but you really need EX1, um, at, at least by what I understand. Um, again, it's possible someone listening to this is like screaming, no, you don't need that yet, but like, don't worry. If you don't need it yet, you will. Um, cause that's, and I say this because I know for a fact, because that's how the game has operated since launch. You didn't need six stars, uh, when the game first launched, and then you really needed only six stars, uh, and you didn't need seven stars when seven stars first launched, and now you have to have seven stars. Like, you will have to have NeoVision characters eventually. Um, but, seven stars on their own require at least one duplicate just to get to seven star uh neovision characters who you roll as neovision won't require that duplicate cool 
However, as you go up in ranks, you will also need uh, frag or character fragments, um, which you uh, you would require. Uh, I believe it is a total of it's twenty five to uh, Neovision, a seven star, um, and from there it is uh, twenty five or fifty to go to EX one. 75 to EX2, and 100 additional ones to go to EX3. So a total of uh, 250 uh, fragments to max out a, uh, a 7-star. To max out a Neovision, it is uh, a total of 350 fragments. And the primary way you get uh, fragments is by trading in the character that you got. Um, so it is 50 fragments for a Neovision, uh, 50 fragments for a 7-star that has already been ranked up to 7-star, or 25 fragments for a 5-star. So that means to max out a, uh, a character from 5-star to EX3, you require one character to get it to 7-star, uh, uh, and then another... 10 character, yeah, 10 characters, or, or copies of the character, to get it to EX plus 3. So to max out a character, you require 11 copies plus the base character to max it out. And at minimum, you need 4 copies, including the initial character, to get it to EX plus 1, where it actually gets that new mode. Uh... For Neovision characters, that means you need a total of, what, seven plus the base character to max them out? Um, or two copies of, you know, of the specific character of the rarest possible rarity that you have a 2% chance of rolling uh, and only a 1% chance of rolling one of the characters on banner. Like, it's fucking egregious yeah. what they require. Like, I don't, I don't have anything more to say other than it's just it's fucking unconscionable it is infuriating like it's like oh okay one copy of a character that's that's fine that's doable oh and now i need 12 copies i'm just not gonna play this game anymore i'm good actually i don't need to do this to me yeah and it's even worse if like the unit is time limited yeah huh fuck you if it's time limited like uh for example, um, you can you can awaken the uh, Kingdom Hearts three like crossover characters into mm -hmm. Neo Vision. Uh, sure can. Good luck to anyone who's actually done that. <laughs> Here's the thing: you can't draw those characters off outside of that banner. Yeah. Like any uh, uh, collab characters who are often pretty good, uh, you cannot get off banner ever at all. Good luck if that banner comes back. Yeah, okay. I think the only option to get additional um, additional copies of that unit is to get uh, yeah, you have to get like a um, specifically like a, a crystal. Um, oh, did it? Does he just come as Neo Vision? Uh, or the cage. Okay, okay. You still need to get his fragments, though. You still need to get fragments, though. Yeah. Um, um, and I believe during some events there are ways to grind out some fragments of a character. Um, but you're. I do not believe you are able to ex three a character, and also like. That's not really better. 
Like, yeah. If, if yeah, there's not like, an event going on for a character that you happen to draw, like, I guess you're fucked. Yeah, best case scenario is that you would have to, like, uh, get one of their prison prisms from the trust coin shop, which takes a ton of trust coins to get. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you have to, like, and, and you have to sacrifice a um, unit that's completed their trust mastery. Uh, it takes. 5,000 trust coins to gain a, a single 7-star unit prism. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, like, if you wanted it for S- Sora, you'd have to... Oh, that's not even, like, the Neovision No, that, the, the prism is Sora. what you turn a duplicate 7-star character into uh, okay. in order to uh, make them into a 7-star in the first place. Okay. So it's a way, basically, to uh, not need a dupe to get a character to 7-star, but it does nothing for you if you're de- dealing with Neovision. Oh, right. Yes, you're correct. Mm-hmm. And also, yep. I'm not looking at the right Sora, either. This is, like, an older Sora that was... Sure are. <laughs> Never mind. Yep. It's just, like... It, I, I don't even have the energy to get that fucking mad about it. It's just fucking exhausting. Don't play Brave Zevius. Don't fucking play this game. Yeah, I I mean I I, I really wonder how many people are actually playing Brave Zevius nowadays, because it doesn't seem like it's a game I see anyone ever talk about. And like they recently released that new Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Tactics like game. Uh the uh, one that's just uh, Alchemist Code uh with the serial number styled off? Yeah, with the Brave Zevius branding, and like that made no impact whatsoever from what sure I didn't. can tell. Um, I was almost tempted so. to fuck with it just because it has Ramza in it, and any game that has Ramza in it is a game that I fuck with. Um, and then I was <laughs> like, but then I'd have to play Alchemist Code, and I was uh, I'm yeah. okay then. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's a... Man. If they didn't make it, like... Gross? It, yeah, like, if the grinding for stuff wasn't so like horrible um or at the very least they didn't make the power creep like in in the story and events so bad that you felt Uh like you needed to engage in that grinding uh then it's probably a game i could still enjoy um yeah but like neither of those things are true (laughs) correct yep don't play this Uh, fucking game yeah, so so despite the fact that like Riku, like uh, FF10 Riku is one of the best supports in the game, or at least uh, was when she came out. She, I'm not sure if she, she still is, is but... extremely not anymore. I think she is uh, still maxed out at uh, four star or five stars. Uh, she uh, can get to six now. Can she? But I'm not sure oh, how yeah, much she actually did for her. Uh, no, she is irrelevant at this point. She was kind of irrelevant the last time I was playing. That's unfortunate. Um, it, it's a combination of like seven star supports are just like so much better and provide the things she already provides and like also you just don't have a slot for her anymore because you need two chainers um generally a a person who finishes chains uh, a support and then somebody who is dealing with hostility yeah Um, and then so whatever the yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean basically like the game is the the game like any temptation i might have had to go back like the game just power creeped out the team I actually want to use. So why even bother? Yeah, that's just... (sighs) 
like shit even if like if i go to if i go back to record keeper which i won't because that game has become like a just like just sticking too much shit in it mess but like mm-hmm. if i want to go back to record keeper i can at least like find a use for the characters i like even yeah. if they're not the best at it mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah it's just it's exhausting and like i barely even played the game this week like just thinking about it is fucking exhausting it's not a good game <laughs> no it's not don't play it play something else yeah uh and we will be playing something else um oh, right, in... we will next week yeah because next week we we finish off our uh look at gotchas that have already been released uh before we transition into our uh the next phase of our podcast uh talking about fate uh, we're, we're still going to be talking about you know uh gotcha games that we're interested in when they come out like we're going to cover world flipper uh but it's mm-hmm. we're not going to really go back and, and cover stuff that's already been released anymore um yeah. but the next two games we'll be covering are Dragon Ball Legends, um, which I chose over doing, uh, redoing Dragon Ball Dokken Battle, because I think it is more interesting to cover. It's not one... It's one that I didn't play for very long, not because I think it's a bad game, um, just because, like, it wasn't what I was looking for out of a, out of a gotcha game. Yeah. But I think it's very fascinating. Um mm-hmm. Because it is a, it is a real time simplistic one v one fighting game where you build teams of three and can tag in different characters. Okay, I'm a, that actually is like sounds fun to me. I don't have any like emotional investment in Dragon Ball, but that actually sounds neat. Yeah, it's a neat concept. I'm curious to to see how it plays again because I haven't played it in like two years probably. So I'm curious to see what has changed, if any, um, about it. Because I remember, like, back when it first came out, because I played it at release. Back when it first came out, uh, Pan was actually one of the best characters in the game. Fuck yeah, dude. I don't think she is anymore, but, like, um, I I bet if I check the tier list, like, because you can, um, similar to how Dokken Battle works... I shouldn't talk about this. This is supposed to be stuff we talk about when we do the actual, like, podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this when we hit the episode. Yeah, but it, 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 it's interesting, is what I'm saying. Then, mm-hmm. the the other gotcha game we'll be covering is what I mentioned before, called Cookie Run, which was specifically requested uh, by my um, uh, Eidolon playtest uh, co-player, uh, Maxi. Uh, so, uh, she, she wanted us to cover it, so we will. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Wow, we still met. We didn't have a lot to say, and we still managed to hit an hour. Go us. Yep. Uh, also, we're going to have to have a talk off podcast about uh, how we're going to portion out. Yeah, that's. Night yeah, stuff. we should we should figure that out. Um, yeah, so we're going to end this and then do some housekeeping <laughs> regarding how much we want to do in one chunk. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's extremely fair. Uh, we're gonna, yeah, let's hang up. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Uh, wow. Bye. <laughs>